The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today. Use promo code NBA SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog. Enter our contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code at SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real. Villain real. It's a rough imaging here at your service. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to terry rosier i was up into the wee hours of the night watching the miami heat push quite boring quite boring but at least uh, you got a push a lot of people did not get a push in that game yeah some people got l's some people got l's i admit but you know me when i see the line come out plus anything Miami I'm probably on on that side there but a, a push on the plus six was very 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 lackluster after how the game started to go but Terry Rozier just can't hit the bright the broad side of a barn is that how you say it the broad side of a barn yeah Scott Studio Rachel y'all heard him Scott what's going on Scotty beat me up Christ. Yeah, doing okay. It wasn't exactly the greatest day betting for me, but it happens. Uh, either way, uh, yeah, some things went the way that I thought it would. I thought Milwaukee would cover. That was definitely not easy. Depends on what number you got. I saw 11.5 in most places, but some places had 12, so that might have been a push. Uh, but Orlando covered. Uh, Golden State covered. You saw the Wizards cover and the over. That worked out well. And I actually leaned to Houston on the road, plus the points. And I got there, too. So not a great day. Kaminga finished with two assists. I had the two and a half as my lock, which kind of sucks. Uh, but either way, yeah, not the best day. Could have been worse. Uh, I know that you end up getting a push on that Heat game, but I do have to at least point out, might be a hot take. That was a shooting foul. I don't no, care. Yoke. It? No, it wasn't. Nobody That's ever calls foul. that foul. You just you be on Jokic nuts a lot. That's all it is. That's Nobody ever foul. calls that. Nobody ever calls that a shooting foul. Ever. It's not just because it's Jokic. That just conceptually. No, I've seen but every, try nobody. To do that. No, nobody foul. ever calls that. It happens every single day in the league. Nobody ever calls that. I'm just saying, based on the rules, he's going up when he gets hit. Like that, then why that haven't you said anything about it before? I have with Harden. Harden's done it a couple of times. They just haven't no, called it's it. It's not a Go shooting ahead. foul. It's not a shooting foul. It's, it doesn't get called ever. It, it, it like ever. It never gets called. Show me one point in time where anybody's ever got a shooting foul on the other side of the court. Never. It I'm never just gets saying. I think technically, technically, according to the rules, it should be a it should be a shooting foul. That's all I'm saying. I will stand on the hot steaming coals. Remember that? Uh, <laughs> that's that. That's how I want to treat you. You know that meme where they got all the swords? What movie is that from? It's from one of those kid movies. It's from, all it's the from uh, Tangled. It's from Tangled. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's your unpopular opinion that I have people looking at you. I, like I prefer that. the nice meme of the person behind like that bench setup, and it's like this is the case. Prove me wrong, and I'm just chilling there behind the <laughs> desk. That's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a foul. Never gets called. Oh. How is it a foul? And it never. It, I, if you get 
multiple times. Okay, it never gets called. But and also right. to address to address what you said, yes, I do uh, support Joker a lot because he's the second best player I've ever seen. So yeah, that's where I stand. Yeah. See, second best player you ever seen. That that says behind it all. LeBron, right there. Be clear behind that LeBron. says it all. That's wow. Jokic is over Jordan. Uh, no, I didn't see Jordan. I'm saying my life. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All I right. said I've seen. I'm Thanks. not going to go based on the oh, okay. Past. Okay. No, okay. My that, that, okay. Let me see. Let me think about that. Uh, I, let me think about that. He's pretty good though. All right. It's March first. That means the greatest month of the year is over, and we are on to a month that again NBA takes another backseat. <laughs> Took back seat last month, take a back seat this month too. Hopefully we'll get we'll be there in, in April. But uh what else is oh North Carolina's going live in March. So a bunch of free sign-up bonuses for those in North Carolina. And we got nine games on the slate today. And that's how we're kicking this March off, talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers playing the Detroit Pistons. Cavs opened up minus nine and a half, currently down to minus nine. 221 and a half is the total. Under st- about 72%, I believe, since All-Star break. Still rolling. Let's see here. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, we have Donovan Mitchell is questionable with the knee injury. Karis Levert's questionable with an elbow injury. Tristan Thompson is still suspended. That didn't mean anything, but I wanted to say it. And we have Marcus Sasser that is on IR for the Pistons. That is it. Uh, What was it? Isaiah Stewart came back last game, I believe it was. So expect to see him in the lineup here again. Scott, plus nine for the Detroit Pistons going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers who can't seem to close out a fourth quarter. But I want to give props to the Pistons because despite losing all those games in a row, they are officially not dead last. They are officially ahead of the Wizards because the Wizards lost last night. So congrats to the Pistons. You are officially out of well, the hey, basement. Let's not, let's not jinx it. I say temporarily. Some, temporarily. some of us are sweating. Some of us are sweating three to one on, on the Wizards right now. And, oh, man, I mean, I was swe- – hey, I had so much on that game last night. <laughs> I was like, man, please don't win this game. <laughs> please don't win this game. <laughs> Thank you. You survived Thank the you. Jordan Poole masterclass. Oh my gosh, that's why I feel good. But they really did have a really, really tough stretch these past few games. But they did. I was yeah, like, man, but... please, please don't win this game out of nowhere. Like now, I need Detroit to stack together a couple of wins. The Spurs got a win last night. That makes me feel better. It's really between Detroit and uh, Washington. Can Detroit get a win here? Because again, like I said, in the lead, Cleveland hasn't. Cleveland hasn't been good in the fourth quarter. They blew that fourth quarter against no. the Bulls and really not just the fourth quarter. They blew a couple overtimes in there too. They were leading yeah. those overtimes. Yeah. But I mean, I think I'm gonna lean to Detroit. Detroit's not a good team, obviously, based on record. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at how they've played recently, they've been competitive. Lost to Orlando by three, lost to the Knicks by two in a game they probably should have won. And then they beat the Bulls. And you're looking at the Cavs, they've been winning games, but they've had issues closing. They beat Dallas by two, beat Washington by nine on the road. I I still they beat Dallas by two because of Max Strews. <laughs> correct. Because they should have lost Drews. that game. That is correct. Good point. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to link the points. I just think it's too many. Uh, Mitchell's also questionable. So I do think that if he's uncertain to play, I'm not going to actually lean into the Cavs. I see a close game. 
I, I think that is going to come down to the final couple minutes. I'm not going to pick Detroit to win, but give me Cleveland by five. I think if they hang in there, I think it's going to be a close game. And we've seen Cleveland kind of struggle recently. Uh, they had a massive stretch where they won like 17 of 18, where they were kind of mm-hmm. blowing at everybody. Recently, they've been having a hard time winning by margin. And I think this is a lot of points on the road. So I'm going to lean to the points. Yeah. I'm assuming you're on the, the same pitch. Yeah, I'm taking the points too. I just ultimately, if I were to get down on Cleveland, it would be, it would only be a first quarter or first half line. I can't trust this team in the second half of games. They, very unserious, very we just want to get the win and get out of here and just keep going and play our pace and just try to keep building on what we started before the All-Star break. But, I mean, I really don't think Detroit's going to win it outright, but to say that Cleveland is just going to keep the gas, like their foot on the gas the entire time, no, I, no, no. I think this is like a six-point win, five-point win. Detroit takes a three that just secures the cover and then now free throws just kind of push it to four, five, six in that range. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm taking Detroit plus nine here. Not as not as confident on a money line play here. I will admit that. Two twenty one and a half is total. Uh oh, Casey said way, a I bunch of stuff in the chat. Oh what you I forgot say? to mention before this is the fourth meeting. Uh Cleveland's won each of the first three by less than ten points. So Detroit's yeah. actually covered this line in all three meetings. Let's do it again. All right. 221 and a half is total. Casey said a lot in the chat. Uh, Overs on road favorites above 500 when the spread is (laughs) less than three and the total is set to less than 224 and a half and the opponent's score less than average per game is 57. How did you get this? Is that How a did you get this? Is that a parlay? What is that? It's like five. That's like five legs. That's like five legs right there. No, you know the ESPN little uh, stats were no. It was they did one with Wimby the other day. They was like Wimby is the first player to have uh, ten rebounds and five steals, five blocks with five three pointers made. I'm like, what? Yeah, Casey mentioned yesterday on the show that he uses a trend center, like for okay. all the trend stuff. So he has a okay. platform for that, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to lean to the, I mean, Cleveland plays relatively slow, but Detroit really doesn't. I'm going to lean over. I I just think you're going to see a decent offensive showing for both teams. If I'm picking Detroit, I don't exactly trust their defense. I just think Cade, who's been in good form recently, will be able to perform well. And I think the offense will look a little bit sharper than people expect. I'm going to lean over. Hmm. I'm just I don't feel under. great about it, but I'm the only under's been hot, so I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna just roll under. I don't have a feel on this one though. Player props, what you got? Uh, so for player props, if Mitchell doesn't play, do you pivot to Garland or do you pivot to like Karis Levert? Because <laughs> I think Levert had like 13 assists off the bench last game, so I might be tempted by Levert assists in this spot. I kind of want to. I kind of want to pivot to Mobley. Okay. You know Mobley like barely plays the fourth quarter. By the way. Yeah, that's also it's that's benched also all the time thing. in the fourth quarter. That's also another thing that kind of makes uh, Cleveland like I I just don't I don't think they know. I think they're just they're in a point where now they're trying to figure things out after the All Star break. You know, the All Star break can kind of ruin ruin things for people. I think now they're trying to figure things out again. I think they yeah, should have roster makeup. We saw it last <clears> year. <throat> I don't think Allen and Mobley can coexist, and I even have doubts about Garland and Mitchell. So I just think that the guys they have together don't exactly mesh. All the time. 
That's kind of my yeah. Thing. I'm just just give me a KPRA. Yeah, K-K-M-P-R-A. I mean, that, if if Detroit's going to keep it close, Cade's going to have to carry. You can make an argument maybe yeah. Ivy, but Cade's been really good for the last couple yeah. of games. So that's a good place. Do you I might take. A, I might. I mean, who's really who's really like who's really stopping Cade? Like really? Like re- actually seriously? Who's guarding Cade? Mitchell's not a good defensive player. Uh, Garland is too small to guard Cade. So yeah, it's just a matchup problem based on the like, actual size. It, do you? Mobley, like, do you? How do you? How do you? I don't. Yeah, I don't think. So. No, you can't do you that. Got, you can't do that because you got Stu and, and, and Durant. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a coral. No, I don't mind Mobley play. rebounds in this game, but I do kind of want to pivot off of Allen, who did nothing against Chicago because uh, Drummond just owned them the entire game with twenty six rebounds. Do you think Durant gets the better of Allen? Do you think Allen gets the better of Durant? Um, can I say tie and they both mm-hmm. get theirs? Because that's how I kind of feel. That's how I feel. I feel like it's more of they both get theirs and it's it's a little bit more of a tie. I wouldn't say that one really gets the better of the other, but they both have really good games here. All right, let me see here. Cade in his past few games, 19, 23, 20. He's got a, he's got a dang. Cade got a triple double against Casper. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of assist games, 7, 11, 8. 10, and he gets the rebounds, too. Like, yeah, K Cunningham. Yeah, right. I feel good about that. Yeah, I feel good about that. I'm going to go to the Levert assist. Uh, either Mitchell okay. plays or he doesn't. But 13 off the bench, that's a good sign for me. I'll take the over on Levert assist. Was that last game? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Mobile, uh, you're, you're no, I remember. Mitchell. I remember that, but it feels like that was a long time ago. Well, because the game took nine years to finish because they went to double overtime. But you're looking at Mitchell's stats in that game, and you could tell it was definitely hurt because he didn't do anything in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played 44 minutes. He only had 19 points, but he only took 13 shots. He was passive the entire game, and Lavert was really good off the bench. So either Mitchell sits or he doesn't. But the point is he was definitely below 100% in that game, you could tell just by watching. I think Lavert's in a good buy-low spot. All right, Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, the fastest growing fantasy app. Make sure you know you tap in, pick your favorite players, higher or lower, on their stats, and you can win money. Matter of fact, you can win up to a hundred x if you get some of those spicy, spicy plays in there. And look, you can pick two players, you can pick three, you could pick four. A, you could even pick five, and just keep growing that payout on your Underdog entry. I love it. I have so many opportunities when I use it, and I'm trying to I'm trying to convince Matt Gannon of the Golf Gambling Podcast to keep his underdog pickums going because hey, when I'm not tapped in on the NBA, Matt Gannon and Golf be making me some cash, man. So definitely make sure you tap into Underdog. Sign up today with promo code NBA SGPN, and your first deposit will be doubled up to hundred dollars. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. Don't forget to register with my promo code NBA SGPN to get your first deposit. Doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Must be 18 plus and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Next game, Scott. We have the Charlotte Hornets on the back, back going to play the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly's laying 11 and a half, 214 and a half is total here. Injury report for these two teams that we have for the Philadelphia 76ers. KJ Martin is questionable. 
No Joel B, Barbara Cumson, Anthony Melton. And for the Charlotte Hornets, nothing really to report. They played last night, got killed by the Bucks. Now they're back on the road going to play the 76ers. I'm taking the Hornets. I'm trying to figure out when the last time the 76ers, have they ever laid this big of a number with Joel Embiid out? So let me get this straight. Milwaukee's been in great form. Everyone plays. They're laying 12. Charlotte pushes the 12, and Philly's laying half a point less than Milwaukee without Embiid? What the hell kind of spread is this? Uh, I would, You gave them a lot of credit. I would have said that they're laying the same number because a lot of people got 11 and a half and not 12. So I'd say that they're laying the same number as a Milwaukee Bucks who are playing the best basketball of the season. That's, that's that the main point I'm making. Versus this. It, I, it, it's really nothing to think about. Like, it's actually nothing to think about. There's something wrong here. Maybe you're adding some. Yeah, and yeah, you're adding a little bit. So maybe if it wasn't a back-to-back, maybe if it was at home, like, like the Charlotte Hornets were last night, maybe Philly would be laying eight and a half and not 11 and a half or nine and a half. But nonetheless, it's still 11 and a half. I'm not laying that with Philly, and they can't play defense without Joel Embiid. Yeah, I, easy. I got to lean to Charlotte here. I, I think Philly's going to probably win the game. If they lost, I wouldn't be shocked. We've seen Charlotte cover some numbers on the road, beating Utah for. I mean, they've they've had some good performances on the road recently. The only team that get killed by consistently is basically Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee just owns that team because they have too much size. Philly doesn't have much size with Embiid being out. So yeah, give me the Hornets. I think they might win the game, but I'll take. When- the do you think it's the last time that Philly has beaten a team by this margin? Uh, when Embiid was there. Well, yes, of course. Yeah, I'm saying so. That that's probably a, that's like a month and change already. Oh, I went all the way back to January 19th against the Orlando Magic, and Embiid, ironically. Embiid was not playing in that game. Well, no, he did play in that one. He did play in that one. Was that the oh. one? Is that. No, that's not the one. That is no, that's not the one. Okay, he was playing in that one. That's not the Orlando fake, game. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. I'm sorry. Mm. It's just Philly owns Orlando, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, no. All right. It's pretty simple. They haven't covered this line in a very, very long time. And a month and change. So yeah, give me Charlotte. Charlotte plus I like, 11. I like the under as well, because every Charlotte game goes under at the sprinkle point. on the money line. Yeah. That's what I said. Sprinkle on the money line. I'm with you on under two. All right. Player props. Give me Miles Bridges rebounds. I started realizing Bridges rebounds is a very good prop, except when they play a team with actual size. Philly does not have actual size. So Bridges, I think, is in line for a good game here. Brandon Miller was actually solid last night. uh, So I think he could be a line for a pretty decent game there, too. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to think if there's anything else I'm really tempted by. Buddy Heald assists has been good at three and a half. He's gone over an eight of the last 10. It's at minus 120. So that might be a play, too. Um, Yeah. I, I think those are kind of my main three. I'll go with healed assists. I'll go with Brandon Miller points, and I'll go with Trey Man. Trey yeah, Man. Trey Man. I w- it didn't. I was just letting you get your shit off, but it's Trey Man because this team doesn't play defense, and I'm gonna back Trey Man. I'm gonna probably play Trey Man and have a double double. I'm not gonna lie. I think it, I mean one. He has rebounding potential, and the lack of size get, makes me feel a little bit better. But it's really the assist for me. I really think he's going to get the double double off of assist because this team doesn't play defense, and this could be one of those situations where this game goes under and Charlotte somehow, some way, blows this team out because they just couldn't get a fucking stop. And Charlotte actually plays defense now. Like, 
Yeah. I, I don't, I have no idea why this line is like that. I'm very, very curious to see if anybody like anywhere is actually running to the window to bet Philly in this spot. The bridges rebound, by the way, it's at seven and a half double doubles, like plus two sixty. He's had a double double in four of the last five games. The only exception was against Milwaukee when they lost by about 40. So, mm-hmm. yeah, give, give me Bridges uh, double-double, I like plus 260. Yeah, I like that. Damn, plus 260. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, what are we saying? Chat, is anybody in the chat like Philly? I'm just curious. Maybe y'all are in there just being quiet, but I'm curious if anybody likes Philly. I, I, I actually don't have a single reason of why I would bet Philly today. And I don't like when I don't have a, like, I don't like when I feel that good. I hate that. Go to say Warriors on the road. On a bat to bat after destroying my New York Knicks. By the way, can is your team is your team going to be a playing team? I, I mean, possibly, but like, yo, it's like three starters out. Why? Like, I know that I hate the Knicks. And that one was so I that one was so small last night. I hate the Knicks, but there's three starters out. Can they mm-hmm. catch a break? Like, golly, everybody's like, "Oh, the Knicks be bad again." And I'm like, "Dang, anybody?" Oh, no, that's why I mentioned in the plan. I'm not roasting the Knicks. I just have to point out it's tough to win games when you're I am so buying low player. on them. I'm buying low on them in the playoffs. I'm so buying low on them in the playoffs. I just hope Julius Randle continues to be out. That's the only thing. Everybody was like, "Hey, y'all!" Sh-. Somebody said you should apologize to Julius Randle. No. No, he should apologize for me for making me watch those playoff games. I wouldn't. As I was saying. (laughs) By the way, Knicks to be in the play-in is plus 425. Hell yeah, I'm taking that. They're one game out. They're only one game out. Yeah, uh, give me. I got to take that. That Knicks playing plus 425. Hell yeah, I'm going to take that. I guess the thought is that they're going to come back and then go back on a run. Maybe, but you got to also ease Randall in and and an OB too. 425. That's that's a wild one. And he said something about Mitchell Robinson coming back. Like, I thought that was rumored like two months ago, but we I thought we both just started laughing. We thought they were yeah. Because why is he out for the season now? He's automatically coming. I don't know, man. Whatever. Golden State's laying three and a half again here, but this time in Toronto on a back to back. Two thirty seven and a half is the total. Didn't um Toronto's coach used to work with the guy that died for the Warriors? Weren't they Possibly. like on a staff together? I feel like they were on I feel like there's a I feel like there's a link between Toronto's coach and the Warriors, but I just can't remember what it is. Was he an assistant coach? I, I can check. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there's some type of link between Darko and the Warriors. I just can't remember exactly what it was or if it even matters, but I feel like there was I'll something there. All right. Three and a half is the Warriors. That's what they're laying on the road here. Two he was never with, he was and never a half with the Warriors. It's something. Maybe he worked with that guy somewhere, or they were like, I don't know. I feel like I saw something. Maybe I'm tripping. My memory is horrible, so maybe I'm tripping. Uh, 237.5 is total. Where's the Raptors? There we go. We'll see if... No, Wiggins is not playing. He's got personal issues. He's going to be out for a while. And so we have... That's really it. Don't have anything else to say there. For the Raptors, Chris Boucher questionable with an illness that's it the raptors been scoring man i say that i like the over (laughs) like that's my main play raptors been scoring i like raptors team total over that's that's just gonna be my i'm just gonna keep rolling with the raptors team total until they fold but they've been scoring man over 120 in every game since the all-star break yep they're fun and they've been it's not their fault they got birthday lucid it happens you know 
You yeah. pick a bad day on the calendar and you give up 30 and a triple-double to Luka. So, yeah, I like the Warriors, though. They're just in great form. They've won 10 of 12. They're on a back-to-back. I get it, but I'm having a hard time going against the Warriors right now, by the way. I'm not trying to jinx anything. Mm-hmm. Can I interest you in a Steph-LeBron play-in game part two? Because that's where we're at right now in the standings. So I hope that's the Warriors. No, because I think the Warriors actually might play themselves out of the play-in. Uh, I think one of them might end up jumping Sacramento. My point is right now, according to the standings, that would be the first 9-10 matchup. It'd be Steph versus hmm. LeBron, which is pretty fun. But I'm gonna, I like the over, my favorite play. Just give me a bunch of points. That's where I'm at. <laughs> he said Wiggins kid got the DNA test today. <laughs> Maury? You're a Maury guy? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Y- yeah, yeah. I definitely I was a there. Maury guy. I, I was in the audience one time. Are you serious? Yeah, I went with my mom. What the- it was a hell of a time. I went with my mom. It was great. What? Yeah. We were bored one day. So they, they filmed it in, what was it, Stanford, Connecticut? My mom oh. and I just went down, and we just were like, everybody was the father, and we were pissed. We were so annoyed. <laughs> Everyone was the father, and we were we were booing. You was waiting for somebody not to be the father, so you yeah, could of see course, the, so you could see the run into the back and <laughs> yeah, a guy might do a backflip, and you know, I don't know, I might celebrate. Who knows? But oh, nobody, so, nobody oh, watches so the show. Depressing. It's so depressing, and it tells where we're at in society. But nobody goes hoping they're the father. I just refuse to believe that. You go hoping that they're not, and you get the freak out. I wanted to see the. I wanted to test the forty time of the cameraman running after the person by backstage. I couldn't do it, so that didn't happen. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you went to Maury. Like that's, yeah. that feels like a pipe dream. I can't imagine actually being in the audience. Wow, I might have to. That's, it was a good time. But I, we gotta, but we gotta talk and see if we can find this episode. <laughs> we gotta see if we can find this episode you're talking about. All right, because you might be on camera. And you don't even know it. Okay. I might, I might be. I don't know. Uh, any player props or anything. I, we like the Warriors. We like the over. Anything. But you do like the Warriors. You mentioned Raptors team total. I wasn't sure if you were actually going to take Oh, no, no. I like the Raptors team total because they're scoring. And, I, and I've been playing their team total. I'm in cashing. But I'm I, not going to fade the Warriors right now. Even though, even though it's a back-to-back, I'm not going to fade them. I might not bet Warriors today because of the back-to-back. But there's no way I'm betting Toronto. Like, the Warriors are yeah. way too hot for me right now. I have to like Scotty Barnes props, probably rebounds. It doesn't change the fact that Golden State's undersized. They've been better recently. Clay Reese, I I might have been on to something. Uh, Chris Paul coming back with that bench unit has just been very, very solid for Clay because Clay's constantly getting fed the ball. Even off the bench, he's attempted at least 10 threes in each of the last three games, made at least four of them in three straight. Clay's figuring it out and having a but point guard. So it, it makes yeah, so it much does. sense. We're not at don't do too much. We don't need you to do a lot. You're 34. Like, we yeah. don't need you to do be a two-way defender, do all this stuff anymore. Like, just stand in the corner and shoot the ball when it comes to you. Super I think I yeah. I think I have to go back to Kaminga assists. I know it fell half an assist short yesterday, but Toronto is allowing the I think it's the fifth most assists per game. So in mm-hmm. a high scoring game, I think Kaminga is going to contribute. I mentioned before Scotty Barnes, his double double is minus one thirty five. Mm-hmm. I mean that could either be with assists or rebounds. Maybe triple double game for Scotty <laughs> might be in the cards, but I like rebounds in general for Barnes. He's been solid on the boards. I've been playing Kaminga rebounds. I got it at plus money at five and a half last night. He finished with eight. Probably going to run that back again tonight. 
with Kaminga at five and a half. It's at minus one thirty now. It's actually slightly depressing because I got it plus money last night, but. Minus 130, I think that this is still a pretty solid matchup in terms of, yeah, Yaka Pirtles, they're going to have their hands full with Yaka Pirtle, and the Warriors actually do pretty all right, not letting these towering centers just automatically dominate them night in, night out, and it's because of Kaminga's athleticism. He really, really helps them out. So, yeah, Kaminga to get the boards. I kind of want to place. Yo, did you see Steph had seven boards in the first quarter? I thought it was nine at one point. There were a couple stack, and they took yeah, they took a couple of them away. But I was like, "Yo, he like he was really playing for a double double in the first quarter." Yeah, and then because the Knicks were yo, those Knicks misses were. What the Knicks start? They started like oh of nine. <laughs> they were three crazy, yo. Like it was they were down like fifteen, not like fourteen, nothing in the first five. Oh, minutes. I played Divincenzo in the revenge game, and he finished with sixteen on six for twenty one. Okay. And he has the line was 17 and a half, by the way. That's rough. Yeah, the volume was there six for 21. Anytime your uh, shot attempts are bigger than your points prop and you go under, that's a, that's a bad beat. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it that way. That's a bad beat. <laughs> the Dallas Maver- wait, no, can't do that. Gotta talk to you about Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research everything from NBA with historical stats and data use their parlay optimizer tool where you can green 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 make your parlay go green by getting the green in that parlay parlay optimizer tool and you can sort all players by hit rate and really it it sets everything up for you so download the hall of fame best app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month start researching start winning with hall of fame bets North Carolina needs to get down on Hall of Fame bets. Go live in 10 days now. 10 days. Get ready, North Carolina. Dallas Mavericks on the road. Going to play the Boston Celtics. I feel like it's been a while since I talked about a Celtics game. Celtics open up minus 7.5. They're up in minus 9.5 here. 235.5 is the total injury report here. And we have for the Dallas Mavericks. Luka is questionable with an ankle and nose injury. Maxi Kleber is available, and then we have nothing for the Boston Celtics. They've won a bunch I mean, in Luke, a row. Yeah, but they have, but they've played basically nobody. If you go through the winning streak they're currently on, they have had a very very easy schedule uh, for the last couple of weeks, which is something that I don't want to say concerns me. But the point is, more uh, Boston's in great form. They're the best team in the league mm-hmm. record wise. Nine and a half though. It, it so is the last. Lot. The last five games, well, yeah. So before the All-Star break, they had back-to-back games set against Brooklyn. And then they came out of the All-Star break and played Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia. You could even go before that. They beat the Heat, but Butler did not play in that game. They won by four. Mm -hmm. Beat the Wizards by four. Beat the Hawks by eight. Played the Grizzlies. So once again, the best team they've played against is the Heat without Jimmy Butler in, in this stretch. They haven't played anybody. For like three weeks. Scott, you're really stealing my whole bit here, man. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to take the points. That, that was the point I was trying to make. <laughs> yeah, I know. You kind of like, you, you, I mean, you literally said everything I was going to say. I don't have anything else to say. Like, it, you know, I normally just blindly fade Boston, but this is a really good reason. They've been playing some pretty bad teams, like some really bad teams. None of those teams that if they, how they're, how they're constructed now, if they played the whole 82-game season like that, they would probably be towards the bottom of the league. All of them. 
the only reason that some of them have winning records is because of pre-injuries. So do we think Boston is really good right now? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a relative term, but I think Boston is definitely the best team in the league right now. I don't think they're going to win out in the playoffs. I think we're all skeptical of Missoula down the stretch. I think Boston's only lost one game all season to a team below 500. They're like 23 and one or something absurd, which has definitely boosted the record. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I think Boston's really good. I, I just think that they're going to fall apart yeah. in the playoffs again because they do it every year. Does so. that mean you're really good if you fall apart in the playoffs? In the regular, I'm talking about regular season purposes. I, oh, I regular season good, regular season good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, 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 you might remember I said they were going to win 65 games uh, when we did the win total for the Eastern Conference. I just said they were going to win a lot of regular season games. So, yeah, I'm going to win to the Mavericks plus the points, and I am going to win to the over as well. And I'm going to sprinkle on the money line. Kyrie in Boston, let's have some fun. Like what? <laughs> Come on now, definitely. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> Give me a Dallas team total over because I just think that Dallas's offense is insane, and I don't, I don't want, I don't want the stench of Boston. I don't want the stench of Boston on my total, so I'll take a Dallas team total over. If you're Luca, who do you target? Porzingis. Uh, the whole team. Well, my point is, do you like Porzingis under if he's going to be switched on to Luca in every single oh. pick? And- oh, oh, yeah, possibly. Like who? Do, I mean, who do you not? I mean, if you're really, if you're Luca, who do you not want? Like, I, if you, Derek White, he's good, but does he have the size? He's taking him in the low block. If you have Derek yeah. White, on him. yeah, yeah. Like Luca's a matchup problem for everybody. I'm I'm saying that Luca can pick whoever he wants in any matchup, but I am wondering if he will try to drag Porzingis out of the paint. He might. You know who? So. You know who he's gonna torch if they're on the court at the same time? Al Sam Hansford. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's cool. All right. All right. That was hey, no, We're I'm not even mad. Answers. I'm not even We're mad. Yeah. Answers. We both had yeah, both good at good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> we asked a hundred people <laughs> who yeah. is Luca torching tonight on the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Pritchard was the second answer. Cornet Cornet was in there too somewhere. But yeah. I mean, all they're gonna they're gonna try to put holiday on him. My point is though, with the amount of potential screens they're gonna set, teams switch everything. So you might end up seeing a lot of switches on pick and roll. Yeah. Luca's Luca's gonna cook tonight, guys. Do you put holiday on Luca or do you put him on Kyrie? It's an interesting I, conversation to have, actually. I I think you have better of him stopping Kyrie and Kyrie Probably. going and Kyrie choosing to go passive because that's really been the the critique of Kyrie a lot of this season and his tenure with the Maps is that he just gets too passive and just defers to Luca too much and it's like, bro, you're still Kyrie like Goku. Mm-hmm. So Drew on Kyrie would be interesting. I'm not gonna lie, I'm interested. I'm gonna watch this game. Like I like really, I like really Olin's angle though. He mentioned Tatum rebounds. If I'm talking about Porzingis being pulled away from the basket potentially, that does open up rebounding opportunities for Tatum, who's been a very yeah. good rebounder so far this season. So yeah, I like Tatum rebounds yeah. as well. Yep. All right. I do like that. I'll probably bet that actually. We both Anything like over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like, I like the over. Yeah. All right. Sacramento Kings on the road, going to play in Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, despite Minnesota being 42 and 17 and Sacramento being 33 and 25, this game really isn't that interesting. Minnesota doesn't cover. 
<laughs> like this game this this should be a more interesting game it's really not that interesting at all like i'm really not i'm I'm not excited about this but whatever minus seven and a half is where it opened up is now down to minus six and a half two twenty four and a half is the total injury report here and we have oh whenever i find them where is dang where are they at on this list Oh, it's all the way down here. Okay, Sacramento Kings. Darren Fox questionable with that knee injury that held him out of the last game against Denver, I believe it was. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards is questionable with that ankle injury. Kyle Anderson is doubtful. You, you want to make a case for No, I'm just, just going to take the points. I'm just going to take the points. I wouldn't, if this was the same line the other way around, I probably still wouldn't want to lay it. I'm just going to take the points. I think the main concern is that Ant's also questionable because he's battled an ankle issue. So if you're looking at worst case scenario, Fox and Ant don't play. I mean, does I that think not Edward, hurt? Do, which one hurts their team more? Th- Ant hurts Minnesota more, right? I think it has to. Ant's been incredible. He's he's had at least 28 points in each of the last six games. He's had at least 30. He's had at least 34 points in three of the last five. He's been great. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, uh, yeah, in uh, yeah, it's four of the last six, actually. He's at at least 34. So, yeah, Ants raised his game. He's been great. So, I think he's going to play because he keeps dropping 35 in, like, every single game. I mean, these teams are built so differently because Minnesota likes to play great defense, and the Kings don't care about defense. How, how do you think Sabonis is going to look against Gobert tonight? That's what the matchup comes down to for me, especially if Fox is going to be out. I think Sabonis has what it takes. Okay. I I'm going with Sacramento. And it's it's like I think Keegan can have a nice day. Keegan it, like maybe the length of Carl Anthony Towns fucks with Keegan a little bit, but I think that outside on perimeter he can get hot and get going. And it's really gonna depend on Monk. Yeah, that's fair. I like Monk probably. Can he can yeah, can he supplement? I think that they have a better option at a replacement of Monk having a good game in lieu of Fox rather than anybody else picking up Ant Slack. And yeah, no. Sacramento plus six and a half sprinkle on the money line. Uh, I, I think Johnson I'm lean to Minnesota personally, but I'm not gonna bet it. It, it. I have to wait for the injury news, but I think I'm going to lean to Minnesota at home. Alon Johnson said, does Minnesota seem like the most generic first place team ever? Boring generic first team place team ever. Uh, it's either them or the Utah Jazz. The old Utah Jazz with Rudy Gobert. Rudy, hey, man, you can say a lot about Rudy Gobert, but you can't say he lose games in a regular season. Yeah, and that's why he's going to win another defensive player of the year award. So. Yeah, so, I mean, the only other team that I can think of in recent history that looks like this Minnesota team, the Utah Jazz team with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, that's about right. If you want to compare Ant to Donovan Mitchell, that's not a yep. bad comparison. 100%. All right. 224 and a half is total. Mm. I don't know who's playing. Both team star players might not play. I don't know how to fully evaluate this. Uh, yeah, I Minnesota team total under. I'm going to lean under. If I'm picking Minnesota, I just think their defense shows up. So I'll lean under. I'm just going to say that they can't hit the bright side of a barn. If Ant is out. So all of this is pending Ant being out, by the way. I'm more of a water if he fell out of a boat kind of guy. I prefer that sign. What? He couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Oh, 
Okay. I prefer that. All song. right. That makes sense. And when you first said it, I'm like, what? That didn't. Oh, I, I, sure I, I had to hear yeah. it again. I had to I, hear I it again. I prefer that song personally. <laughs> All right. I don't spend much time in farms, so I'm not familiar with barns and broadsides of barns, so I prefer water. So Well, it's it's levels to country. Like there's country, like farmer country, and then it's just country where you just from the country. Like Oh, I went to Wisconsin for four years. I did not step foot on a farm like one time. That just did not They got happen. farms in Wisconsin? A lot of them. Yeah. Oh really? I, it's the Midwest. Yeah. They got cows and the it's like the cheese. You know, thing. I don't ever consider now that I think about it, when I look at the map, I never really consider the Midwest. I just think of them as Canada. Okay. Fair. Like I just assume everything in Wisconsin looks like Canada. It's probably bad on my I've head. never been to Canada, so I can't equate that. There I've never been to Canada. Though, so. <laughs> I've never been to Canada either. <laughs> I actually want to go to right Canada. There. It's right there. It's right there. We should make a trip. Let's go to Toronto. Well, I know you're not going to Australia, so we'll go to Canada instead. Yeah. Canada doesn't have nearly as many scary things as Australia. All right. Indiana on the road going to play the New Orleans Pelicans in the immediate deja vu game, this time in New Orleans. Last time out. We talked about how the Pelicans had played five games in seven days and they were going on the road in Indiana, had some tribal issues, and they didn't get buried to the point that I would have thought. But we still covered rather easily. But I, I would have thought that they got buried by 20, not going to lie. And they, they potentially could have, but they fought back. Now New Orleans is laying four after a day of rest. No, I lied. They're laying five. <laughs> it's five now. New Orleans is laying five now, and it's 238.5 is the total in this one. Injury report for the Pelicans, and we have just Dyson Daniels on the injury report. He's on IR. For the Pacers, we have Aaron Neesmith, questionable, and Doug McDermott out. It's a media rematch game, so I'm guessing you're on the under in the Pelicans. As you know, the over in the Pelicans, because the game technically went under the last time they played. Yeah. I can't stand this New Orleans team, man. I want I mean, like I guess I guess we gotta be on yeah, we gotta be on I they got that day off. Does that day off really help? This is still a lot of games in a short amount of time, by the way. <laughs> this is a lot of games in a short amount of time. But yeah, this respect to the days off of the game. I'll play New Orleans. I think I'm gonna take the points. I know New Orleans is really good in the Smoothie King Center, but I can't stand this team. I want to like this team so much, but I'm just not a McCollum guy. I'm not an Ingram guy. It feels like they get very stagnant late in the fourth quarter because everybody only wants to play isolation, including Zion. I just don't trust them late in games. And Halliburton is by far, in my opinion, the best player on the floor. I'll take the best mm -hmm. player plus five and a half. I would consider the Pelicans if they were getting points, but laying five and a half, I've seen this team try to close games. I'm not a fan. I'll lean to Indiana. Well, they're pretty good at home, too. They're very good it's at home. But five is really, five really isn't that crazy of a spread. It's kind of crazy. It's not. I, I, just, I, would, I just expect a I close would, game. I would have I would have liked to see a three or a two here. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But I'll stick with the guns and go even though it's five. I'm still getting two possessions, so that's fine. All right. Yeah, I'm on over. Player props? Uh, I like Halliburton assists. Pretty standard. I'm not going to go against it. He had 12 in the birthday leap game. Uh, he might have actually had 13 at the end. Uh, but the point is he had a solid game there. Herb Jones has randomly been really good when it comes to scoring for his player prop, and nobody's adjusted to it. His props at 11 and a half. He's gone over in five straight, over in Ooh. nine of the last 10. And 
yeah, you just keep scoring 14 plus. So give me Herb Jones over 11 and a half points. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's why that's why it's so good to have people to bounce stuff off of because I'm like, what? I, I literally stopped everything I was doing. And like Herb Jones has been cashing his price. Randomly been going over nine of the last ten. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I don't want McCollum threes either. Uh, but Indiana's number one against the three, so maybe not as much. But yeah, I mean McCollum's lines are short. I think he could be in line for a decent game here, but I'm know. not a big McCollum fan. Fade him. I'm not a McCollum fan, so I'm not going to argue with you if you want to fade him. Yeah. Uh, let's go with B.I. today. All right. B.I. in a win for New Orleans. We'll probably be on my card in some way, shape, or form. I'm I just really concerned about Indiana. They've been playing defensively. They've been not as, as horrible as they have been mm. all year, but that's due to change at some point, right? Now they're going on the road. Yeah, this might be the day. I might actually add New Orleans team total over to the card. I like the over in general. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue with you on that. So, Portland didn't win a game in, in February. Yeah, they were my uh, win total best bet on the Western Conference show. Uh, Trailblazers under. They haven't won a game. Good. Trailblazers on the road going to play the Memphis Grizzlies because they did not win a game in, fe- in February. Memphis is actually laying points here. Open up minus three and a half, down to minus one and a half. 208 and a half is the total. Man. Is that tied? Is that what that total was the other day? 208? I think it was. I, I think it was think 208 so. and a half. I think it was 208 and a half, too. I also realize we actually have not done this for a while, so I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Some bar, a barn burner right here. All right. DeAndre Ayton is doubtful. Moses Brown is questionable. Sign me up for the Moses Brown zero points and 10 rebounds game. 100%. We're waiting for it. Oh, yeah. 100% playing Moses. I'm waiting for a clear cut in. 100% playing Moses Brown rebounds today for sure. Game 82 is going to be a movie for Moses Brown. Game 82, where they shut down everybody else on the team. But All right, let's get through. Oh, oh, by the way, Scoot, Malcolm Brogdon, Shady and Sharp, all IR. Yeah, they're not, Grizzlies, they're probably not going to play for the rest of the year. <laughs> Grizzlies, GG is questionable. That's pretty big. Luke Kennard, John Conchar are doubtful. Jaron Jackson Jr. is out. Derrick Rose is out. Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, Brandon Clark, Scotty Pippen Jr., John Morant, all not playing as well. IR slash suspended. Or, no, IR for everybody. Nobody suspended. Uh, I'm thinking about Draymond last yeah. night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Both teams are dead. No, but you- how is but how is Memphis laying points with Jaron Jackson Jr., John Conchar probably not playing, Luke Kennard also not playing, Derrick Rose isn't playing, Gigi is questionable, and they're still laying one and a half here. I mean, Portland is six and twenty-two on the road, but Memphis is seven and twenty-two at home. So I don't know if that actually matters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I it might just be psychologically Memphis. We know tries harder. It's a classic, you know, cliche answer, but. I think Billups is an abysmal head coach. He might be the worst coach in the entire league. I think that it's been a great year for Jenkins. I, I understand that the team's record is terrible. I get they were a playoff team for the last couple of years, but 
I think Jenkins has done a great job with this unit. This team is awful. They should lose every game by 40, and they're competitive in a lot of these games. I got to give Jenkins props. I just think he's a much better coach. You never want to lay points in the toilet bowl. I don't mind it. I'm going to lean to Minnesota. I'm going to lean to Memphis. Portland, I'll keep fading them in the Wizards until they win again. That's my approach. I'll just keep fading them until they win again. <sighs> I'll just I'll just take the I'll lay the extra 10 cents for the minus 115 on the money line. Just okay. cuz. But um I I I why is it still? Why are they still? I get it. They're at home, but I mean, they lost to the Clippers by six at home. Lost them to uh, Minnesota on the road by nine. Beat Milwaukee at home. Beat Houston at home. Like they find ways to BS their way to wins. At least, at least the competitive games. Portland just doesn't care. So potentially Jordan Goodwin, Vince Williams, Zaire Williams, Santi Aldama, Trey Jimson, and Anthony Simons, Chris Murray, Tamani Camera, Jeremy Grant. And Duop Wreath. Is the is the veteran of this group <laughs> Grant? Yeah. Is the veteran of those 10 players that are supposed to be starting Grant? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. It's not good. I mean, you're looking at the roster on paper, and at oh, least Portland has two scores. We know Simons and Grant could in a world combine for 60. We know that's a thing. The problem is they're pretty inefficient with the ball in their hands, and Memphis defensively is pretty decent. So yeah, that's why I think that Simons is going to screw this team. He's just going to keep shooting, which he should. By the way, he should. You see his Reddick uh, <laughs> appearance on Old Man in the Three. No, he was on Old what? Man in the Three recently. He was talking about how he was working on expanding his range, and how he's like feels confident shooting from like 35, 40 feet. And right. I'm just like, oh, you're an inefficient shooter on a 15 and 42 team. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Nobody cares about your limited list range. Can you guard somebody? Can you not take 35 shots like in a game? Like, can, can you just like be a better team player? It's like I can or- hit it from like the halfway mark, and Reddick's nodding at him. Like this guy doesn't get it. So yeah, that's Simons is a shooter. He's a he's a hooper. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think that Anthony Simons is hilarious. Even though I really do like his game. Oh, the total just went down to 208, by the way. I like his game, but he's a chucker. It's what he is. He's a bad yeah. team chucker. I mean, it's what he is. He could be a chucker on a good team and be more efficient. It's just he has to do too much on a bad team. That's all it is. I think you can compare him to Jalen Green. I see some similarities. Not in terms of stature, but just stylistically. I see some similarities between the two of them. And I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> just to be clear. Are we even going to talk about player props? Do you have anything that actually sticks out? I don't have anything. I don't want to play any of these guys. Maybe, Maybe Vince Grant. Williams Maybe Grant. I've, I've been riding the Vince Williams turnover train, and it's been working out very well. Oh, uh, yeah. It was know. at one and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, went over in the first half. Finished with three last game. I'm going to keep taking it. Uh, I don't see uh, – let me actually see if I could find turnovers. But he's gone over, I think, in 16 of the last 21, and it's still <laughs> one and a half. I have a theory that the Grizzlies are so painful to watch. The odds makers haven't even been watching them play. Unfortunately, it's a t- <laughs> uh, so it has been bumped up. Which, but I still don't even mind the two and a half. Uh, it's plus money. Uh, but nah, I might, it might have just been a one-off game. So, yeah, I don't really have much. Pass. All right. Milwaukee is on a back-to-back. On the road, going to play Chicago. They're laying for 221 and a half is total there. Let's see here for the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Don't expect to see Chris Middleton, but we'll see if anybody else is ruled out as the day goes on. For Chicago, Alex Caruso is questionable. No Tory Craig, no Patrick Williams. He's out for the season. And, you know, Zach's out for the season as well. <sighs> it's a very good win against Cleveland. If Caruso doesn't play, did he who miss the fuck last are game? They, do they just go? Yeah, he did. Do they just continue to go big with Drummond? <laughs> with Lopez, yeah, with Lopez and Giannis, yeah. So then we're on. Game. So then we're on another Drummond 22, 25 rebounds. We're on another yeah. Drummond twenty five rebounds. Easy. I'll yeah. wait for the line like, of confirmation, but I, based on how the Bucks play with Portis as well, they're massive. Yeah, I, I, I just I just think that you're going to have to see Drummond play a lot of minutes. Yeah, we're back on another Drummond Masterclass game for sure. Yeah, I think we have. 100%. I'm glad I'm glad we talked that out because I was sitting there. I'm like, Caruso, because Caruso missed the last game, and that's why also, uh, I got a separate they gave question. up 130 plus points. The what? game's in Chicago. Why the hell are they playing at 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock. I mean, it's nine it's local. That's nine it's local. Pretty, I think but still. That's pretty late. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty late for a Chicago game. Okay. I don't know. I, I actually did scroll down this list like a dang. The game is all the way down here on my injury report, but yeah, it's on it national TV, so they bumped it. But you figured they would put a West Coast team there, but I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I guess if you look at where the location of every, all the games are today, it's none of them. They really West didn't Coast. have a choice. Yeah, they really it's like didn't the have a game, choice. and they're not putting they're not putting the Wizards on national TV. So. Yeah. <laughs> they say, all right, we'll just have a late start and we'll watch Giannis. Yep. I think the Spurs Does Chicago win this? I don't really want to go against Milwaukee based on current form, but they can win yeah. this. I like the I like the under more. Just based on how slow Milwaukee's playing. I think both teams defensively can show something here. I'm an only if it's under. anybody, if it's anybody to ruin Milwaukee's good time, it's Chicago. Probably, yeah. They randomly get wins against this team. They do. Uh, Milwaukee used to own them, and then recently it kind of flipped a bit. But yeah, the, the last two meetings went to overtime. So these games have been very close. And Chicago covered the uh, meeting before that. It didn't go in overtime, but they still covered. Well, they lost by it nine. Was by the hook. Yeah. It was by the hook, but it's still, it, yeah. a cover's a cover. A cover's a cover. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And Caruso might play. If Caruso plays, I feel way better about this. But I can talk myself into it even if Caruso doesn't play. So, yeah, I'll say Chicago. Why not? Chicago plus four. I just I just like the under in the game. Milwaukee has a lead, and then they blow it on the road. Chicago gets the win in the fourth. Oh, that's the play. The uh, To be down 10-plus points and still win the game. Chicago. There you go, I'll find Scott. the price on that. 221 and a half is the total. If I'm taking Chicago, I'm taking the under because I think that the defense is going to step up. I would never play this total, by the way. Just I would not play this total until knowing if Alex Caruso is playing or not. I would not play the under if Alex Caruso is not playing. But if Alex Caruso is in the lineup, I think that that is going to be enough with the size that the that Chicago can have to combat the size of the Bucks that they can force this into an under game with a slow pace. So Pending Alice Caruso being in, I will be playing the under in this one. I'm pulling up the uh, longest, the largest comeback odds. You said you wanted 10 plus? Yeah, 10 plus and still get the win for Chicago. 
And, are and, six, that's six to one. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? A little pizza. A little pizza bet on that. I wouldn't say pizza. I say gummy bears. A gummy bear bet on that. Precautionary pause. Don't know that. Precautionary. All right. <laughs> Player props. Total. What you like? I like rebounds in this game. If I'm going with unders. So give me Giannis rebounds. Um... I'm going to have to wait and see for the, once again, if Caruso's going to play or not, because I might want to consider a Lillard under if Caruso's playing because he's a very good on-ball defender. Drummond, we mentioned before, I'll wait for the starting lineup. But with Patrick Williams being out for basically the year, they have kind of had to move a bit more to a bigger lineup, and that has worked out well. I'll lean there. Kobe White was so damn bad last game. Do you go, do you go to DeRozan here, or do you think Kobe White bounces back? Because he took so many shots, and he couldn't hit any of them. So do you think he just... Do you like him for volume, or do you prefer DeRozan? Because DeRozan usually does well against Milwaukee, historically speaking. Because White really I gotta, did not have an off switch. Yeah, that's that's really it for me. I just think that I'm, I'm, I'd rather back the volume. Yeah. I'd rather back the volume. All right. Aussie uh, Mikel, I'm assuming that's how that is. That one is supposed to be a L, and it's like a maybe, or it might be Micah. Could be either way. Uh, it's just he, Micah. Micah. Okay, it could be Micah. Micah. Aussie Micah. Odds are up for two National Rugby League games, which is their version of the NFL in Australia. And he's asking for great bets on both games. Well, yeah, he, uh, missed, he missed Mikel me on Twitter or Micah. about this a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, he messaged me. He DM'd me on Twitter. Oh, he did. Oh, I was, yeah. I have. I, I have no idea. And <laughs> if you if you put the line in the chat, I will randomly pick one for you if that's what you want us to do for sure. You're, you're just gonna take the points. One. I am hundred <laughs> percent gonna take the points. Yeah, right? take the points. It's rugby. Why would I not take the points? I would hundred percent take the points. Yeah. But, I don't know anything, so just take the points and take the plus money on the money line, and hopefully you get one and be up some money. Give me the over right. six and a half scrums. That's my call. I don't even know what that is. I, I know what a scrum is. There we go. <laughs> is that when they like get into the little like? Yes, yeah, so that's puddle, when they have like the ball type puddle. That's oh, and they start pushing each other. Oh yeah. yeah, go over on those both games. Go over on those. Whatever it's called a scrum. Yeah, it's called a scrum. Play the, play the over on the scrums. Oh, we have a oh yeah, we do have a rugby channel in the Discord. Go check that out. Yeah, go check that out in our Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Go join the Discord, talk about that. Don't send any spam stuff though. It's a lot of spam people that's been going through there recently. But yeah, sg.pn slash Discord, and then hop in our rugby channel. They will have the bets for you. All right. Last game of the slate. Washington Wizards are coming off that back to back last night against the not the Clippers, the Lakers. Lakers. (laughs) Against the Lakers in overtime. Now they're playing the Clippers. The Clippers are laying 15 and a half, 238 and a half is the total. Don't really have much on the injury report for you for Washington. But what I do have for you is Paul George is questionable and Zubak is questionable. So I'm not weighing this. I'm assuming you're not either. Nope. You can argue they'll be motivated after choking that game away to the Lakers, but that's also the problem. They have not been very good late in games recently. They've been slumping. They were very, very hot. Now they've kind of cooled off. They've lost three of four against playoff teams, assuming Sacramento does eventually get into the actual bracket, but still. Mm -hmm. They haven't really won by margin recently. Uh, It's just a thing where the Clippers seem to always find themselves playing with their food, and because of that, I have a hard time laying 15 and a half. 
The Wizards got Avdia back yesterday. That does help them out, uh, at least with wing depth, which they're going to need in this game. But, I mean, I'm looking at the last couple games, and the Clippers have not won a game by 16 points in against, coincidentally, the Wizards about, I don't know, a month ago. But they've played, I got to count this out, but it's been a long time since they've covered this number. So I'm going to lean to the Wizards. Uh-oh. I tried to go on DraftKings. And, well, not DraftKings. I tried to go on a FanDuel and make a bet. And they said, plan maintenance. No, that means North Carolina. Now I'm on DraftKings. And it says, welcome, North Carolina. Thank you. I appreciate the welcome. But I came up here to do one thing. And that is to look at an odds on the Clippers to win the game, but Washington to get the cover and see if I can get that at plus money. Any type of plus money. Plus 120. Yes, 100%. Because I'm still locked in to this Washington not winning games, but they're going to cover this line. This is way too big. So Washington to cover, but the Clippers to win the game is plus 120. By the way, I did the math. The Clippers have not covered this game in ele- this number in 11 straight. Yeah. So they're going to win. They're not going to cover. They're going to win by 10. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you are. All right. That's a nice one. I might. Wow. That's in, that's in lot consideration. One to 15. That, that margin's solid. One to 15. Yeah. You get a lot of leeway there. Oh, what is a one to 15 margin? I didn't even. I mean, no, like, that's what you just, that's what you just did. Oh, that's what I Wizards, did. You have the Wizards to cover 15 and a half and the Clippers to win. So you have one to 15. Wow. I wonder if, but I wonder like if I actually do. Clippers you can bump that down and maybe do better. one to like eleven or like one to ten if you want to get wild with it. But let me see here. Uh, oh my god, there's so many freaking win margins. All right, whatever. I'm not going through all these win margins. I can I can pull <laughs> it for you. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of freaking win, mar- win margins. But uh, so the Clippers to win one to ten is plus two sixty. So, <laughs> do I want those five extra points? I mean, you said it's a lock territory, so if that's the case, you probably yeah. Do, but yeah, but hmm, hmm. no, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm playing. I played a one to ten too. I played a one to ten too. All right. I really, I really think everybody's just like they're just blindly taking the Clippers because that crazy game last night, and it looked terrible. Like watching the game, the game looked terrible, and no, Clippers, no, Clippers aren't winning by this margin. All right, just give me Tyus Jones assists and get out of my way. That's kind of where I'm at at this point with this team. Tyus Jones, if I'm expecting a lot of points, I think Tyus contributes. I don't remember yep. if he got there for assists yesterday. I know the points didn't get there uh, for the double-double, which kind of sucks. It was like plus 190. He had 11 mm-hmm. against the Lakers. He's had 11 plus assists in six of the last seven. It's at nine and a half. Like, come on. I, I got to I gotta go with Tyus' assists again. I don't have a choice. All right. Anything else you want to add? Yeah. Let's just do a Tyus and Jim Hart and assist parlay. Sure. Sounds good to me. Yeah, just just back those. That's a, that's a pretty good parlay. But, yeah. Nah, Casey, the, uh, it's just that the Clippers are unbettable right now. <laughs> that's honestly what it is. Like, they just, they had their good stretch, and then they've hit their stretch where they're unbettable. And then at some point, they'll probably have another good stretch, and then they'll probably hit their stretch again where they're unbettable in the playoffs, something like that. If the Clippers show up against the bottom fear on an overtime game while you, on a 13 losing streak after you just choked away a game against your biggest rival, 
I wouldn't be totally shocked, but at the same point, I got to at least I got to at least address current form. The Clippers have just been overvalued. It sounds so bad when you say it like that. It sounds really bad, but you also have to remember the Clippers have just been overvalued based on their lack of win margin for about what three weeks. Said it was eleven yep. straight. So I just yep. think this margin is too big. All right. Luck, dog, underdog lineup for my locks, man. I really want to fade Clippers. I really do. I might end up doing that. You can do what you said before with the with the one to fifteen. Basically, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. And for plus one twenty, like that's a great, it's a great price. I might actually do that. I really, really like. It's an absurd amount of yeah. It's an absurd amount of money on the Clippers tonight. All right, give me that. Washington, because I would take Washington plus 15 and a half, but every time I do it, I watch the game and I'm like, why did I not attach the money line to it? I could have just attached the money line to it, got some extra juice and been cool because they're not winning these games. Like it's mm-hmm. pretty clear cut. They're not winning these games. And if they win this game, I'll be so pissed. But all right, give me Washington plus 15, but the Clippers to win the game plus 120 for my dog. Mm-hmm. I do like Chicago. I do like Sacramento. I do like Charlotte. Oh, oh, it's between Charlotte and Dallas. Ah, oh, but I like Detroit too. Wow, a lot of dogs. You might be tempted by. Yeah, that. man. Let's go with uh, Charlotte, or do we just fade Boston? That's your call. Let's go with Charlotte. Let's go with Charlotte. Let's take the teams on a back to back today. Let's take What's the price on that? that? Plus four forty-five. Okay, I like yeah. it. Um, all right. Uh, for my lock, I'm trying to think if I want to go for a player prop or a side. I definitely know one of my plays is going to be Bridges rebounds. The question is, do I want to save it as an alt line or if I want to take the regular seven and a half? Because I really do like Bridges' uh, lines tonight here. I think I'm just going to take it as my lock. Give me the Miles Bridges over seven and a half rebounds. He's had at least 10 rebounds in four of the last five. Philly's not exactly a great rebounding team. With Embiid being out, I just think Bridges, if we're expecting Charlotte to hang in there, then that does mean he's going to play a lot of minutes because Charlotte is going to play him a bunch of minutes. Uh, So based on that, give me Bridges over seven and a half rebounds as my lock. For my dog, I want something player properly uh, related uh, for uh, for this Raptors game. Actually, I'm, I might flip it, actually. Give me Scotty Barnes rebounds. Uh, I'm going to take his rebounds over 8.5 as my lock. Uh, so I'm going to flip some things. But Bar- uh, Barnes had at least 9 rebounds in, what is that, uh, th- five in uh, 7 of the last 8 games. And seven the Warriors rebounding-wise are not that great. But Barnes, I do think over 8.5 rebounds is too low for him. So that will be my lock. I am going to go with Bridges double-double as my dog, and I do think that price is better. Uh, you can find double-double at around plus 265. So once again, uh, Scotty Barnes rebounds, 8.5 over minus 110. Miles Bridges, double-double, plus 265. Nice, nice. And again, for me, I am on the Washington Wizards, plus 15.5, Clippers money line, plus 120, and I am on the Charlotte Hornets on the money line, plus 445, and Bonus dog. What's Dallas money line price? Are we doing a round robin? Oh yeah. Oh, we could round robin Dallas, uh, Charlotte. Dallas and Charlotte and 
th- you don't think the Wizards are going to win. You mentioned the Buck. You mentioned the Bulls in theory. If you, you think it's, they might pull it off, but or you, we go. Well, no, because you kind of like the you kind of like Minnesota. I, I I lean that way. It's not strong. I mean, we both think that Cleveland's going to win, but if you want to go for value, maybe Detroit. But eh, yeah, it's either it's Detroit or so Detroit or Chicago. I really think I really think the Bucks are due for L. Like it's just sure. We'll go. Just we'll due. go Chicago. Why yeah, not? Just add Chicago in there. So Chicago, Dallas, Charlotte, three team money line round robin. Two is cool. Three is amazing. Uh, does today count as Hallie's birthday game? I did say that I felt like it was gonna because he's so used to spending his birthday either on the twenty eighth or the first that he was gonna have the crazy game in one of these two games. So it very well could be tonight against uh, the Pelicans. Very well could be. All right. Could be. Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? Yeah, we got an underdog lineup we got to do. Oh, crap, we do. I mentioned a couple player props already, which I'm assuming you agree with, which is just the rebounds for Barnes and for Bridges. I don't know if you want to run that back or you want to pivot. or No, let's do it. The Bridges one's my favorite one uh, because I'm basically laddering the rebounds indirectly. So I think seven and a half is too low. So that's my favorite play on the card today. Seven and a half higher on his rebounds for Bridges. Scotty Barnes on his rebounds. We have, you want to do those? Uh, you want to do those two and maybe Tyus? Eight and a half higher for Scotty Barnes and Tyus Jones on the assists. Well, ask, would you would you prefer Tyus assists or would you prefer Cade uh, PRA? Ooh. I'll give you the choice on those. Ooh. Let's roll with Tyus because we're already we're already locked in on that Wizards game today. Sure. And Tyus has been really, really freaking good, man. <laughs> yes. All right. Tyus, higher, nine and a half assists. Miles Bridges, higher, seven and a half rebounds. And Scotty Barnes, higher, eight and a half rebounds. That is going to be six to one. Hundred dollars gets you six hundred dollars on underdog. Make sure you use that promo code NBA SGPN. Again, NBA SGPN. And uh, he mentioned it for, yeah, what day does he typically celebrate? I don't know. Those leap year people are weird. Some people celebrate in February. Other people celebrate in March. It's, it's a thing. But I think he celebrates. Let me go. I feel like he said something about it in an interview once. I, gotta I think he up. celebrates it before, but I'm not totally sure. I got I to gotta look it up. I don't know. I know. Hey, man. <laughs> I know that man was lit. <laughs> he might be hungover. He might be hungover. Oh, that the off day. He should be fine. Mm. Maybe. No, he was. He, it's in New Orleans too. He might have went out. He might have been on bourbon last night. Riff real. All right. I wanted that. Anybody in New Orleans, tell me if you saw Tyler Halliburton on Bourbon Street last night. Actually, if you're living in New Orleans, just keep me. If you ever see an NBA player walking around Bourbon Street, just let me know. <laughs> so well, I gotta I imagine it probably the next day. Was Bourbon Street, or do you think he was like turning up on the team playing because they had to fly from Indiana to New Orleans after possibly, the game? Possibly, possibly. I, I just feel thing. like. I feel like I well maybe it's just me, but I would be completely irresponsible and go to Bourbon Street, hundred percent. I'm irresponsible without having to go to Bourbon Street, so that's fine <laughs> with me. But yeah, anything else for people before we get up out of here? Uh, no, uh, I do want to call out Dylan Brooks quickly. Shout out for him to, to uh, for going under twelve and a half points last game. How the hell do you have a fight with De- with Devin Booker offsetting text and Dylan Brooks is not involved? I need three more texts for the. Uh, oh I yeah, need three I more texts about that. Come on, man. 
Devin Booker gets into it with something. with Cam Whitmore and Brooks is nowhere to be found. Come on, Brooks, you got to get in there. <laughs> what, on, what is this? Do you know what his tech count is at? Uh, he's currently four away from getting suspended. He is twelve. I have the over fourteen and a half. Okay, and I need right. one more from Luca. So Luca, I feel pretty good about. But it's the Bruce is there any concern me. that now Chris Paul is back that you're not gonna that he's gonna put up a thirty point game? Is there any concern? Uh, thirty points in a week, maybe not in a game. <laughs> so no, I'm not worried about that. So, no, I'm good. No concern for the Chris no concern Paul, at all. You know? No, I'm good. Clay keeps taking ten threes to the bench unit. So no, I think he's this might be. Solid. be I think this might be the future that I am most invested in is if you hit this future part. It's so, it's for so. those that don't know, maybe for those that don't know, and we lost a, a few people in the street. For those that don't know, Scott has a parlay, a futures parlay going on of Dylan Brooks over text, Luca over text, and Chris Paul to never score a 30-point game this season. <laughs> yep. And I think it paid out at, I mean, right now, I think it's around 5-1, to one, give or take. So, yeah. I'm so, I'm so invested into this. All right. Such a fun time. Yeah. Six more people in chat. Make sure you like the video on the way out. And for everybody listening, wherever you get your podcast, please give us a five star rating and review. Appreciate that. And that's about it. I'm about to go make my haircut appointment. So I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcast. Just going to end like this. We are out of here. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to.